Welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello once again, and thank you for joining us for the Financial Fun Podcast. Today, our guest is the lovely and talented Lanny Donaldson. Thank you for joining us, Lanny. Thank you. So, Lanny, what is your passion? What What are you doing with your business in your life right now? Uh, my passion is making a positive, significant difference to to children and their and their education. So, uh, we uh, work with kids that are that are having a little bit of difficulty accessing uh, knowledge. So, we we enhance really human potential by increasing one's capacity to learn. Mm, let's see, I love I love. I love that. Learning is so important, and it seems to be extremely lacking in today's world, it seems. <laughs> it does. How do you go about doing that? What What does your business do? Most of our programs are one-on-one. Uh, our flagship is a reading program that bounces students, uh, on average, uh, 3.4 grades every 20 hours of instruction. So it's it's lightning fast, and we speed up learning and increase self-esteem and, and teach people that that they can learn. It's just that they were taught in a manner their brain didn't want to pick up the information. That's huge. 20 hours, you can do almost three and a half grades? Yep, you bet. Oh, my. Okay, the world needs to learn more about you. <laughs> <laughs> the world needs to learn a lot more about you because, unfortunately, with so many different pressures and all the different things going on, the education system is not working for the vast majority, I think, anymore, if it ever really did in the first place. <laughs> well, it did in the 19th century when it was developed. Yeah, and things have changed just a tad since then. <laughs> just a tad, just a tad. <laughs> and what is your family situation, Lanny? Uh, I am married to to a wonderful man for 32 years. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, he is a, a lawyer and, a, and an author. He has a series of books out. And, uh, I have three adult daughters. So I, I figure I'm a shoe in for Mother of the Year at a bridal shop. <laughs> yes, I would definitely think so. There you go. So obviously having, having, having your own business and, and, and raising three kids and all this wonderful fun stuff, um, money's been a topic in your world. Oh, yes. Yes. Money is a, is, is always a topic in, in in our world now we have we have uh two two of our daughters are finishing master's degrees and and one fortunately followed me into business and runs the front end of my company so that makes uh life a little easier on me but yes money is is um 
you know, it, it's always a topic of discussion. It's always um, a topic of strategy, actually. I love the fact that you say that it's always a topic of discussion. Has it has it always been like even when the girls were were little? Yeah, it's you know when I grew up, my my mom was a bookkeeper and a and a credit manager, and my dad was a marine engineer and a and a machinist. And you know we learned some valuable lessons as kids, and I passed those on to to my children. We we worked. Um, you know, in the household, we never got paid for doing dishes because my mother never got paid for doing dishes. But if we did, if we did extra stuff, uh, then we got an allowance and, and my parents always worked us on a, on a 60 40 principle. You, you save 60 and, and you can have expendable cash of 40%. Oh. So, um, you know, when, when you mow the neighbor's lawn on a half acre and you get paid two bucks, it doesn't go very far in, in, in today's money. No, not in today's, but back then it probably was <laughs> worth a little. Yeah, yeah, it was like 20 bucks. So. <laughs> With it being a topic of conversation, what were some of the questions and things that your daughters would ask you? Well, it was just, you know, like uh, questions around why why do you save? Like why the this 60-40? Um, and, and quite frankly, it's just cause it sounded good. Um, <laughs> um, you know, there are times that it flips from, from saving 60 to saving 40 and spending 60 when you, when you have a family. But, um, it's just, it's just so that you create your golden goose and then you have money to leverage and, and make, make cash on. And, uh, the rule in our house was never kill the golden goose. So. Um, if they wanted something, they had to to save and and put that money away, and then, you know, eventually it got into to cash where you know you can leverage it and and invest and and uh, those kinds of things. We used to you know play a lot of a lot of you know games around around money and you know pretending to invest and that kind of thing. So, what were some of the games you play with your daughters? Well, you know, there's always the the, the monopoly, uh, <laughs> which is you know um, safe. Uh, but um, you know, we would we would do you know we'd open up the newspaper and we would you know as, as everybody got to pick a stock and and uh, we would pretend to put you know thousand bucks into that stock and see where it went over say a month, and and whoever gained the most won. And how old were your daughters when you were doing this? They were in elementary school. So ele- elementary school, and and when you guys were playing these games and stuff, like what were what were your daughters asking? Like were they how how did they go about playing the game, being so young and and getting into something that most people think is very complicated, like the stock market? <laughs> well, we would we would obviously we would we would bring it down to their level, but. Um... You know, it's just it. I just think it's a, it's a good way to teach kids to respect money and not to you know as as adults they're they're all very you know well versed in in how money works and and you know keeping track of of the economy and what you know a a point five interest rate actually means. So you know, and it just increases your debt load if you have too much debt load. Well, and 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 the debt servicing, which is a which is a very big thing. I just I love the fact that you guys talk about it because one of the main reasons why I do the podcast is because money is such a taboo subject that most families never talk about it, and if it's brought up, it's like hush hush, we don't talk about it. It's not polite. And then <laughs> yeah, and then we're sending our kids off into this 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 big bad financial world, totally and completely unequipped. <laughs> right. Right. 
Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's, you know, yeah. I, I had a, a staff member not that long ago that, that, you know, was, was saying, you know, I, I just hate money. And I went, why is that? Well, I don't know how we have to, you know, use money to, to purchase stuff. And I said, well, you know, you can go back to pebbles. We used to use that. <laughs> or, or bartering everything. Like, like, <laughs> um, that would, that would, that would completely cut down on our, on our quality of life because you can't barter that much. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And where are you going to keep all your chickens? <laughs> For sure. For sure. But yeah, bringing bringing that up, like there's so many people that biggest part of my job is is counseling, especially marriage counseling, and there's there's so much shame and fear and all of that around money, and then they wonder why they have problems with it. And going, well, if you don't like something and you tell tell it all the time that you don't like it, how is it going to be in your world? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And with with your with your daughters being being grown and and couple still in college and things like that, do you still carry on the conversations? Well, you know, my my oldest daughter is is married and has a you know a mortgage and whatnot. And and when they were you know going to buy their house and whatnot, we had conversations around you know mortgages and qualifying for mortgages and all those kinds of things. Um, you know, the middle one is, is, uh, going to be married this, this summer and they're, they're putting away cash for a down payment on, on houses and whatnot. And so those conversations, you know, are ongoing. My youngest is over in Europe doing her master's, so I have no idea what she's doing. <laughs> so what would you suggest parents do nowadays in order to bring up the lovely difficult conversation and, and start taking away the taboo from it. What would you suggest? Because you, you, you've obviously been very successful in your own household. Well, you know, stop thinking it as, as taboo and, and it should, you know, discussing finance and money and how money works and whatnot should be like discussing the weather. It's a, it's a reality and it's, it's, it's part of our society and, and our economy. So, you know, shifting mindset and, and looking at money as a tool as opposed to, you know, a taboo kind of thing is uh, is is a really big first step. And and how old were you when you started, like, consciously working on, on, on teaching your daughters and stuff like that? How old were your kids? How old were my kids? Well, my kids are all two years apart. So probably, you know, the, the, the oldest... You know, we would start with, you know, she would say, well, my friends all get allowance. Why don't I get an allowance? And I go, well, because mom doesn't get allowance for doing stuff in the house. That's that's part of the family unit. But once you're doing things that are outside of the family unit, extra extra stuff, um, then you get paid for that. Mm. And um, in the meantime, you get, you know, you get X number of dollars so that you learn how to work money and then we would have that conversation and we would use well it was before we had loonies and toonies so <laughs> you know we we would use quarters yeah and and uh and and dimes and we say okay so if you have 10 dimes you you put six away in your piggy bank and you can use those four for whatever you want but if you want something that's more than 40 cents then you have to wait till next week when you get another four to have as expendable cash so they started off, you know, relatively early, but, you know, we would have family conversations around it when the youngest got to about six or seven. Mm. And did you, 
having having three daughters, did they, did you discover that they had very different personalities? Like, did one daughter deal with money in one way, and and the others different, or were they all relatively similar because of how you guys were teaching them and raising them? Oh well, honey, all all three are different, or life would be boring. <laughs> um, there there were days I prayed for boredom. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> you you and every other plant parent on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true um you know i i i think they they all um deal with money relatively the same um you know one might be a little more frugal than the other ones uh which is uh you know a a, a positive in terms of of uh um where she is because she's you know overseas <laughs> but um you know i i think pretty much they're all on the same page they they understand and and respect money um but they've they've learned how to to leverage it and make a make a dollar go a long way and and do you find that that your daughters will talk to one another about it and and and, and discuss and 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 bounce ideas off one another or they're pretty self-sufficient and, and keep it to themselves well i think they're probably pretty self-sufficient they i mean i i wouldn't know because they don't live at home anymore so to finish up here if if you could suggest because obviously you've already done a very good job with your daughter but if you could suggest that there's three things that parents need to teach their kids about money before they go out into the the big bold world what three things do you think parents should be teaching their kids about money Three things. Um, well, I think we have to really teach our kids that, that money is not a bad thing. And, and, you know, credit is not a bad thing if you respect it. I like that, the, re- the respect part. There's so many. The only financial lesson I ever got from my parents is don't go into debt. And I'm going, um, well, that doesn't kind of work. Like if you want to buy a house or anything like that, that's debt. <laughs> Exactly. And it's not a bad thing, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the respect of it. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, that's a huge thing. And, and, you know, staying away from, you know, consciously staying away from, from comments that, that, you know, make money seem the root of all evil. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the old adage that, that, you know, Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is is the root of all evil. If you if you you know um, fall into that category, but you know if if you can think of money as as a tool and a leverage point, I think that goes a long way to shifting the way you think about it. Well, yeah, it's it it, it is a fact of, of of life in our in our world, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. So you might as well get comfortable with it and, and start to learn how it how it works and and use it in a way that that benefits your life and and everyone around you. Money it allows us to do so many great things. It's the shortage of money or the, or the poverty mentality that I think causes more grief than anything. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know the the poverty mentality or the the lack mentality. Well, yeah, and then you get people that are being being greedy. If, if if you're getting something, it means I'm not getting something, and that's not how it works. No, it's not. It's not. You know, and and you know, because wow, you can blow it if you have the wrong mindset. Oh, everything, everything comes down to the to the mindset. And and what would be the third thing? Don't blow it. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, don't screw up, kid. Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, encouraging kids to, you know, that, that you're open for discussing difficulties or ideas so that, you know, they're not, they're not out of the nest and, and afraid to come back and, and have those discussions again. I think, you know, as parents, we have a, a certain amount of, of wisdom, I would hope. And, uh, <laughs> kids, kids just need to know that, the, that they have someone that they can, they can go to. And I, and I think that that's, those doors always have to be kept open, no matter how old your kids are. Well, yeah. And I think that ties into so many subjects. Like right now, like with, with dealing with my teenage daughter and stuff like that. And, and, and she's, she's, Entering the sexual realm because she's 14 and around 14 year old boys and stuff all the time. And you have to make it safe so that she can talk to you about anything. And the same thing, like you said, goes, goes for money. Like they have yep. to know that you're, that you're safe and that they can talk to you. Otherwise they're going to get themselves into trouble because they're human and they're young and they don't have the experience that we do. And in an attempt to dig out of it, they typically make it a thousand times worse. Exactly. Exactly, and it's 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 important that they know they know that 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 conversation is always is, is always open, and you know, in terms of in terms of, of of your daughter, when we when our youngest was five, so they were five, seven, and nine, yep. uh, we put them all in karate. Mm-hmm. So so by the time they were sixteen, they were all black belts. So so dating was never an issue. <laughs> And and they and they always had money to cab a cab if they needed home. <laughs> yes, I've told my daughter because we've been wanting to get her into stuff like that, but she keeps telling me, "Mom, I'm not a joiner." But I'm going, "Okay, if you want to be allowed to move out of the house when you're finished high school, you will have a certain level of proficiency in the martial arts. So you're not leaving." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so next year she's going, and it's not so much that I worry about her, but. And and it doesn't have to be. It's not like you're scared about all of the boys and stuff out there. You only need one. Exactly. You only need one. So she looked at me, and we had had the little explanation. But I'm going, yes, you will be starting martial arts for high school, and you will do three years, and you will make your mother happy, or you're not moving out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. She 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 might think I'm slightly paranoid, but I'm okay with that title. <laughs> <laughs> I am perfectly fine with that title. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us. It was great having you on the show. Well, thank you. All right. Have a good day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundation's Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fund, and Instagram at Financial.Fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fun Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. For more information, please visit financialfun.ca.